Hi, y'all. It's Camille. Welcome to episode 11 of Thinking of You, Questions and Answers for Online Faculty. Today, I have a question about plagiarism. This is actually a question that came up in a faculty meeting last week where we were having a discussion about plagiarism and strategies to prevent academic integrity violations and these sorts of things. And I ridiculously said, oh, I haven't had an issue in this in any of my classes for a while, and here's why. Of course, later, the very same day, you know exactly what happened, is there was a situation. And so I thought it would be a good opportunity to talk about this a little bit. I want to address two things. Number one is some advice about what to do in the moment. So you have a situation where you suspect or know that a student has violated an academic integrity policy or has engaged in what appears to be plagiarism. The next thing I want to talk about is having a look at your assignments and your courses and seeing if there are things that you're doing that may be contributing to the incidence of academic integrity violations or plagiarism in your courses. So let's start with part one. You have a student who you suspect or know has done something wrong. (laughs) Okay. First of all, it never feels good. I always get that sinking feeling in my stomach like, oh, no, don't do this. Don't do this. And you know that you're going to need to confront the student. You're going to need to talk to them about this. That doesn't feel great. So I would encourage you to think about this in a slightly different way. So what you want to do is just focus on the circumstances, the facts. So what you have is, uh, you can think of it kind of like evidence, right? There's a neutral circumstances that happened, such as uh, you cited this sentence and it didn't have a quotation mark around it, even though it was somebody else's words. Or these two paragraphs in your paper came from this Wikipedia article. That is the fact. Everybody is going to agree that that is what happened. What we layer on top of it is where we start to run into trouble. The stories that we create about this, the students disrespecting me, they're lazy, they don't know how to cite, they didn't care about this class, they don't care about me, why are they trying to pull this over on me? Those are all the stories that you can come up with in your head. And I encourage you to let those go and just focus on the actual fact of what happened. When I am reaching out to a student about this, I try to be as straightforward as I can. I try not to put any judgment in it. And I also try to come into this conversation from a place of caring. Even if it's possible, in some cases, the student may have been deceptive. They may have been tricky and you know, whatever. They may have engaged in things in a way that I wouldn't want them to. I assume that that is not what happened because I want to stay connected to my student and think the best of them throughout until proven otherwise. And so I will email them and I will say something like, oh, hey, so-and-so, I notice in your assignment, blah blah that, and I list the circumstance, such as these two paragraphs were taken from a Wikipedia article. And then I say something like, I think that you understand, or I I think that you've covered this elsewhere, but I want to make sure that you are clear that doing this is actually a violation of the academic integrity policy. And then I say something along the lines of why, such as 
in order to let me know that you really understand this, I need it to be in your own words. And when you're cutting and pasting from Wikipedia, et cetera, or uh, you know, not citing the author doesn't give them credit for their hard work. And we really want to make sure that people are acknowledged for the work that they do. So I don't try, I try not to condescend to them, but I also explain to them why this is important to me or to our program. And then I talk about the next steps. And depending on your school and your policies and so forth, there are different next steps that you may or may not be required to take or you choose to take or so forth. So depending on what is going on, your your contact would look different. But I will say something like, um, you know, you have received a zero and this assignment, here's what this means for your grade. If there are ways to make it up, I let them know. And then I always end with something acknowledging that this is hard for them, that I know this is hard to hear. Something like, hey, um, we all make mistakes sometime. And I don't think that this has to be um, a sign that you aren't cut out for this or that you can't learn it. I'm here to help you if you want to learn more about this. You will have other chances. These are the other assignments that you can do. If you're confused about this, here's some resources. Here's how to get in touch with students' success. Here's how to get in touch with me. So I really give them something to hang their hat on where they're like, Camille doesn't think I'm a horrible person. And I try not to think that they're a horrible person also. Um, so really what we're doing is just dwelling in the circumstance. What did happen? What is the consequence of what happened without trying to make the student feel bad or interpreting anything about their actions or their intent, anything like that? And I find that when I do it like that, people are really, really receptive because we all make mistakes. We do make mistakes. And a lot of times people are like, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed. I just... I meant to put that in my words and I didn't, or I just left out the citation and it should have been there and I have another draft where it is or whatever. Or some people are like, wow, I had no idea. This isn't how we did it in my undergraduate program. And I really want to learn about this. I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. How can I fix my grade? Uh, but people are really feeling that partnership. They're feeling like we are working together. We're going to solve this problem. And they're not a horrible person that they haven't done something wrong to where they need to hide under their desk and never show their face in class again. So that's my goal, is that we're just going to dwell in the facts. Now, hopefully that is helpful for you in terms of how we are how to handle this when something does arise. It's so easy. I find myself really going into the story and my thoughts about the whole thing very easily, and I really have to be very conscious about pulling myself back into just what actually happened and the facts of the situation. The next part of the conversation I want to have with you is if you're finding this is coming up often in your classes, I want you to think about why that is. Because what that tells me is that there may be something about the teaching or the way that you're doing the assignments or the student's preparation or something that you could change that might prevent this. The first thing that you can do is have assignments that are not plagiarizable, right? That you couldn't just paste a copy of Wikipedia in and have that be the correct answer. So a lot of times what this means for me is having assignments where the students bring themselves into it. So for example, in my immune system classes, I often will say, what is an example of something that's happened to you that has affected your innate immune system? And in order to tell me that, they need to know what their innate immune system is. I often ask them to elaborate on some of the things their innate immune system was doing when they had this injury or illness or what have you. Uh, but you can't just go to Wikipedia and plagiarize that. You have to be like, well, there's one time I had a cold and here's what was happening. So think about that. It, can you change your assignment in ways that it's really more personal and that the students um, 
you know, it's not just something that you can cut and paste. The other thing to think about is what is the assign, what is the learning goal of your assignment? And um, if it does relate to proper referencing, proper citation, some of these things where students often goof up, can you write up something very clear about your expectations and link to it every single time you have an assignment like that? So for me, when I have discussion posts that require uh, APA formatting, well, not formatting, but AT APA citation style, and I really want them to do academic research, they're going into the scientific literature and they're finding out X, Y, and Z. From the discussion post, I will say, hey, if you're not sure about citation or you want to know what's required, click here. So all of my Canvas courses have this page that says my expectations for um, research and academic citation in this course. And then I talk to them. I show them examples. I give them all the resources. And that way, it's right there in the assignment. I think of it as a just-in-time link if they need it. And I found that that cut way, way, way down on the um, academic integrity issues in my classes because it was I was super clear about what I wanted and what I didn't want and what worked and what didn't work and how to do it. And so think about that as well when you are noticing you've got a lot of academic integrity issues. The third thing is if you do find this is coming up over and over again in, for example, one assignment, maybe you have early <clears throat> people who are early in their programs or something like that. You also might want to consider just having a module in your class or having a live session, <clears throat> excuse me, where you get the librarian to come in and talk to the students about how to do this. Because if it's happening over and over again, it's probably that the students just don't know how to do it or they don't understand your expectations. So hopefully some of those ideas were helpful to you. If you have questions, thoughts, concerns, I would love to hear them. Thinking of you podcast at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment on my website, camillefreeman.com. Thanks for joining me. Please send your questions my way. I've got uh, some exciting ones coming up soon. And I'd love to hear what's on your mind. Take care.